So, the big question is this. How are pitching coaches like us, who aren't lazy and driven by our ego, who actually care about getting every player better, how do we coach in a way that lets us break free from the status quo, see things differently, and impact each one of our players for the better, all while changing the landscape of this game? That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Andy Powers, and welcome to the Pitching Secrets Podcast. Hey, what's up, everybody? It's Andy here, and I have got something that's going to be, I think you're going to find really interesting tonight, and uh, it all has to do with uh, something that I've, I've been getting a, a lot of emails from coaches on that they're interested about, you know, release points and more consistent command and kind of trying to get more feel for their pitches, and so it, it, it's, uh, it's interesting, but I was thinking about that, and so tonight I'm sitting here and uh, I was playing basketball in the backyard with my kids and they they're they're you know like my son he's six years old so he's little so we've got like this little seven foot basketball goal it's it's made for for kids his age and it comes with a ball and that ball's a little you know rubber ball that's probably just uh, you know a little bit bigger than a softball so it's like super light and small uh, for my hands and and everything else and so. When we're playing these games, he's shooting from like right underneath the basket. I'm shooting from about, you know, 10 feet away or so. And it is absolutely luck every single time that I make it, which is rare, because I cannot get a consistent feel for that ball. It's so light. It's so small. Everything about it, I just cannot get a consistent feel for it to where I can get it, uh, you know, releasing out of my hands. And it was actually, you know, and I know, you know, what I'm doing and, and uh, you know, I'm playing with him and and I'm not letting him win but he's beating me he's beating my butt hard and uh the thing of it is is uh that we have two basketballs the other basketball is a real basketball it's a little bit bigger than the one that we've been playing with but it's made from you know like a like a more of a genuine leather so it's got more feel to it it's got more weight to it and as soon as I put that ball in my hand I've sat there and I've been beat like nine times in a row by him. Uh, as soon as I put that ball, I started using that ball and let him keep using the other ball that he was using. Uh, I haven't lost. And that got me to thinking about something. And it, it, it relates back to this episode. So many of you guys have reached out to me and have said, you know, how do you get, um, you know, how, how can we get a, a more consistent release point? How can we get a better feel for our pitches? How can we get all of that stuff in our bullpens. Well, one of the things that you can do, and, and I've done it a lot, is that the heavier the ball you put in a, in a kid's hands, the more feel he's going to have for that ball. Okay. Now, the average baseball is, you know, what, five ounces? So you don't have to make it dramatic. It doesn't have to be super heavy. Okay. You could go to a seven ounce ball. I call it the magic seven ball. I love the seven ounce ball. Okay. It's not that much heavier, but it is a little bit heavier. And so one of the things that's going to be a benefit of that weight of that heavier ball is that it's going to put the weight more into his fingertips. So he's going to be able to start to feel more of his release point. He's going to be able to start to feel more of the ball coming out of his hand. And that's always the first thing that we want. We want to try to accomplish. Now let's go back to the basketball that I was shooting when we first started, when I was getting killed. Okay, that light little rubber ball. I am sure that if somebody was critiquing my form for the shot, 
it probably was inconsistent at best from shot to shot. As much as I was trying to keep it as consistent and similar as I could, it was probably changing every single time, which also affected uh, my shot. As soon as I put a heavier ball, that heavier ball in my hand, I'm sure, I'm guessing, because I could feel it myself, I'm guessing that my form, my release point and everything, got a lot more consistent. It got a lot similar, okay? So that's something, that's the next benefit to sometimes of throwing a, a heavier ball is that it's going to, it's almost like your body inherently knows that it has to move a heavier object and so it makes itself adjust to be more efficient to move that object, in this case being a ball. So that's the next thing. So if you've got a guy who you're maybe trying to, you know, quote, unquote, clean up his delivery, you know, kind of clean up his mechanics a little bit, try to get his arm to shorten up a little bit on the backside so we can get around and, you know, to his release point sooner and, and, and better. Maybe you put a little heavier ball in there. Now, by the way, let me back up real quick. When you're doing this, does this mean that you got to throw it to a catcher? No, absolutely not. In fact, I would probably recommend that you don't, especially early on. Just have him throw to a net. Just if you want him to get off a mound, fine. If you just want to be flat ground, that's no problem too. But you could probably just have him get off a mound or you know put a net about 10 feet in front of him or so where it's not too, too far away. And then he can sit there and just get the feel for it. So that's that's the uh, that's point number two. Now the other thing about it, and this doesn't uh, involve uh, basketball, but it's uh, it's a it's an you know analogy metaphor. However you call it. I was never very good in English. Um, that uh, was I would always use as well when I'm talking to my guys, and this is something that you can use because it's a real easy concept for them to understand. But I as, I always ask them. It's a pretty sure bet that the answer is yes here. Uh, but I'll ask them, Have you ever thrown darts or played darts or at least seen it done it is incredibly rare to have to meet anybody uh, that has never at least seen the game of darts played even if they haven't played it themselves they've at least seen the game they know what the game is right okay so you always invariably get an, a get a yes as follows like yeah i've seen the game or yeah i've played it okay cool great all right now let me ask you a question where do you release the dart from where do you throw the dart from and a lot of times what you'll see a guy is he'll, he'll like physically show you. He's like, oh, well, you, just, you just do this. Sometimes you'll get the audible version of it. But inevitably, they're all going to sit there and they go somewhere around your face, right? And so what's interesting is that I'll sit there and I'll immediately ask them. Uh, I'll hold my arm up to the side of my body. Uh, so it's kind of like for me, I'm right-handed. So I'll, I'll hold my arm, you know, like even with my right ear. And I was like, well, why wouldn't we throw the ball? Why wouldn't we throw the, uh, the dart from here? And, you know, a lot of times maybe they got to think about it. That's fine. But what you're getting at is that it, it, whether they experience it directly or they think about it or they can just understand it right away, is they sit there and they go, um, well, you wouldn't be able to throw it where you wanted it to go. And that's like exactly right, okay? The more out in front of your face you are, the more feel you have in your fingertips, the more accuracy you're going to create, okay? The same holds true for a baseball. Now, I don't, and I tell them this, and I want you to tell them this, and I'm telling you this, I never want to throw a baseball like a dart, okay? We're not doing that. That's asking for a whole bunch of problems. But the idea, the concept doesn't change. The more out in front you can get as you let go of it, the more feel you're going to have in your fingertips, the more con command, more accuracy you're going to be able to create, the more movement you're going to create with your pitch, the more uh, deception you're going to create with your pitch, all of those different things 
uh, that you're going to be able to create. And, and so you can use that dart analogy as well. But I just thought, you know, playing basketball tonight, I was like, you know, this is it. This this is a really good way for guys to be able to start trying to introduce this. If they've been trying different ways of trying to get a guy to feel something, um, and, but maybe you've never thought about what the benefits of a weighted ball could be. Now, if you go lighter, what you're going to notice is the lighter you go, the harder it becomes, okay? Uh, and so uh, we know we don't want to go lighter when we're talking about weighted balls. We want to go a little bit heavier. But like I said, a baseball is a 5-ounce ball. You don't need to go to a 12-ounce ball. You don't need to go to a 10-ounce ball. You really could only probably just go to a 7-ounce ball or so, and you're going to get all the benefit that you want out of it uh, because of it just slightly heavier, but it's enough to be able to, to feel that difference. Like I said, I call it the Magic 7 ball, and, uh, and I love that thing. So I would start there. Now, they've, they've, uh, they've got a couple of different kinds of, of weighted balls. As you know, they've got more of like the plyo ball, like the the rubber balls with sand in them and then they have like the actual baseballs with a you know with seams and all that um for for training purposes um i guess it depends on what it is that you're throwing into but if you're throwing into if you're playing catch or if you're throwing it into a net some kind of a screen i would i would say that you use the baseball with the seams so they can get even more of that traditional feel if you don't have that kind of uh, 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 resources at that moment or so when you're trying to teach them but you've got some kind of a wall uh, then you could use the uh, the plyo balls with the uh, with the sand in them uh, either way you're still going to get the same you know the benefits out of it that, that you're looking for uh, to create that feel but um, what you're trying to do is just uh, introduce that implement to them and just don't even probably say a whole lot more than that you could almost probably just give them the ball and say okay throw this one instead this one's gonna be a little heavier than a baseball but let's throw this one instead and then i would probably start there and just leave it and just let them do it and just see what happens because their bodies may just naturally start to have it happen once you feel pretty good about what they're doing once they feel pretty good about what they're doing maybe after five throws introduce the baseball again and if that you know and then go back to the weighted ball for five more throws and then a baseball you could do that kind of that blending that uh, that uh, you hear about where you can kind of go five here and then one here five here one here and then eventually you taper it down to four throws to one three to one two to one and then one to one and then maybe eventually you you, you you know remove that implement all together so anyways there you go i'm getting schooled by a six-year-old in basketball and it inspired my conversation with you tonight so uh, i hope that uh, you found that to be beneficial for you and uh, as always i'm here for you if you need anything i, I uh, i'd love to be able to help you and uh, remember you're a pitching boss act like it okay you're different than most and you're going to be different than most, and that's what makes you better. That's what makes you unique. That's what makes you special, and that's what's going to make you make a difference in all of these kids' lives. So never lose sight of that, and uh, and I'm glad that you're you're a part of this and uh, supporting that movement, and I uh, can't wait to continue to uh, try to help you along the way in any way I can and, and get you to where you're trying to get to to help those kids get to where they're trying to get to. So until the next one, I hope you guys have a good one, and take care. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Pitching Secrets Podcast. If you want to learn more secrets to enhancing your pitching coach abilities and add to your playbooks all while breaking free from the current status quo of today's coaching, then I want you to join me in my movement to becoming a pitching boss. To start, I'd like to give you a free three-day masterclass for pitching coaches. In this masterclass, we will take a deep dive together on arm care, creating your daily routine, and developing your pitching staff rotation. Go to bullpensecrets.com forward slash masterclass and sign up to get started today.